Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Today, we've got something special for you. In this episode, Pastor Ed shows us how sharing our faith can bridge gaps and bring people closer to Jesus. It's real talk about real life, showing us how our everyday experiences, like fishing, can open doors to talk about faith, hope, and finding Jesus. So stay tuned as we explore these life-changing truths with Pastor Ed. And remember, there's a lot more where this came from. Check out edyoung.com for more resources, including Pastor Ed's latest books and devotionals. And here's something just for our listeners today. Grab your free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. It's a story of finding hope and healing after loss, and it's sure to touch your heart. Now, let's get into today's message and learn just how powerful it is to be hooked by faith. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. I want to talk to you about a really cool fishing trip that I had the pleasure of being a part of. As many of you know, I love to fish. Fishing is a biblical sport. That's why we're calling this series Hooked. Jesus said, followers fish. Basically, if you're a follower of Christ, you should fish, fish for men. Well, this fishing trip was so unusual that I went on, I wrote it down in my journal, and so I'm gonna try to give it back to you exactly the way it happened. I was in Marathon, Florida, in the Florida Keys. Marathon is a small town nestled in that beautiful area. I was fishing with a friend of mine named Scott. Scott and I fished together for many years. He is one of the best guides I've ever seen in my life. He's a wonderful guy. He has a great family. And the first time I stepped on his boat before this trip, I could tell that he was not a Christian. He sort of had the pushback going on because when people find out that I'm a pastor, they watch every word and they think about what they're saying and, and they're a little bit, whoa, what's this guy gonna do, you know, on my boat fishing? Well, we fished for a long time together on the 16-foot boat and had some cool times. And the more I fished with him, the more I just pray, God, you know, you've put us in this boat together for all these hours. Obviously, he's not a follower. And just help me to know what to say, what not to say. Help me to not only fish for fish, but also fish for men. And the cool thing about being a Christian is God says we're to be fishers of men. God's word says that. Become fishers of men, not catchers. God does the catching, we do the fishing. I've thought about fishing a lot and how it relates to the real fishing that God talks about in his word. There are three aspects of fishing. And I was involved in these three aspects on that monumental fishing trip I took with Scott about a year ago. There's the presentation. Whenever you're fishing, you're presenting the bait. You're presenting the lure. You're presenting the fly to the fish. Presentation. Then you got the attraction. You've got to manipulate the fly, the lure, the bait to attract the fish. The fish should go, whoa. You got to get the fish going. Then you've got the reaction. What kind of reaction is the fish having to the bait? Three aspects of fishing. So I found myself this day in the Florida Keys 
fishing, the presentation, the attraction, hopefully getting a reaction. Then I found myself fishing for men because as Scott and I began to talk, some really amazing things happened. We were fishing in an area that had a lot of bridges. Scott has sort of grown up in the Florida Keys and one of those bridges was the famous bridge that Flagler built. It was his dream to build a bridge from Florida all the way to Cuba. Several problems occurred. Number one, he ran out of money. And number two, the great hurricane hit 1935, killed hundreds of people. So the bridge now is in shambles. So it was very interesting to hear about the history of the bridge. And then we stopped at a little marina. And this marina is called the Old Wooden Bridge. And I thought to myself, I don't see any bridge around here. And Scott said, oh, the old wooden bridge burned. Wow, that's kind of morbid. And he told me about the history of the old wooden bridge. So I was thinking about bridges and we were talking and I just really felt a prompting in my spirit. I felt the Holy Spirit of God speaking to me, not in an audible voice, not, Ed, now's the time to talk to Scott. I've never heard God's audible voice. Yet, when the Holy Spirit of God speaks to you, I think, Many times it's more powerful. And this was a moment I knew I was supposed to talk to Scott to sort of drill down into his life because I had talked to him about the things of God before. You know, when it came up, he would ask me questions or whatever. And a real interesting thing happened. He has two beautiful girls and I told him about Alasso Ranch. And so we arranged to send his oldest to Alasso Ranch also Ranch is our camp. Really, if you say camp, that's not really what it is. It's more of a retreat center. A camp is like a camp. I mean, Alasso Ranch is like on a whole nother level. Anyway, she went to Alasso Ranch and she accepted Christ at Alasso Ranch. So when Scott and I were talking, he was like, man, you know, my, my daughter came home and she said she accepted Christ. Like he didn't really know what that meant. And so I thought, oh, that's cool. And he talked about how she was getting involved in a student group there in Little Marathon, Florida. So, oh man, that's, man, that's cool. And, and, and I don't know why I had this sense, but I thought, here I've spent all this time with Scott, hour upon hour in this little 16-foot dolphin skiff. I mean, this skiff is so lightweight. If you, if you don't stay in the center of the skiff, you can fall in, and I've fallen in numerous times. So, so we're in this gift, and you know, we're talking, and, and, and we're going on and on, and, and I just thought, man, what if Scott died? That sounds kind of morbid, but I thought, what, what if he died in some boating accident? Car wreck? What if he had a heart attack? How would I feel because I've spent long hours with him, yet I've never really asked him the question, the question, I've never really gotten into what it means in his life to become a follower of Christ. And then I thought, what if I died? I might be the only cog, the only link into his life. Because quite frankly, I don't, 
know, especially then, of any other Christian who knew him well enough to even talk about those things. And, you know, I want to ask you that same question. I'm talking to believers. Who's the Scott in your life? Who's that person that you've spent so much time with? Who is that person who has your ear? Who's that person that you're with? I mean, it's not by accident that you know them. Maybe it's someone that you've gone to school with for a long time. Maybe it's someone you work with. Maybe it's someone around the neighborhood, at the club, in the class. Who, who is your Scott? Because so often we're the only Jesus that people will ever see. And one day, God's going to ask us, did you fish? Did you fish? Did you present the gospel? Could people see Jesus in your life, the attraction? Did you bring them to a point of decision, reacting one way or another? Those are, wow, those are some heavy questions, aren't they? And with Scott, I just prayed for him regularly. I can show you my prayer journal. Dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times I prayed for Scott. God, open up doors. I want to walk through them. Give me the words to say to him. And on this day, I knew it. We were talking about bridges. And it's so, it's so interesting when you walk with God, how God will point out things that are common and then boom, you can use them to tell someone about Jesus. And I was speaking words and, and, and it was almost like an out-of-body experience because I'm not that smart to come up with this stuff. And so I said, Scott, here we're talking about bridges. Do you know what separates Christianity from all the other religions of the world? He goes, no, not really. I said, the bridge. I said, God build the bridge. He constructed the bridge from his side to man's side the bridge, Scott, is Jesus. He lived righteously, died sacrificially, rose bodily. So God has built the bridge from himself to us. In fact, I said right before Jesus died, here's what he said. It is finished. The work has been done. The bridge has been built. It's done. He was like, I've never thought about that. So as God began to lead and Scott began to describe the change in his daughter's life. I decided to go deeper into the conversation. I had earned the right to do so. I said, Scott, I want to ask you a question, man, just between me and you. Have you walked the bridge? God built the bridge. The bridge is Jesus. Have you walked the bridge? And he dropped his head. He was like, God. No, 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 I, I, no. He goes, man, I don't, I don't know. I've got, I've got, I've got, I don't know if I have enough faith. I've got, I've got some doubts. I said, join the club. I have doubts too. I said, if you don't have any doubt, that means you don't have faith. If you have doubt, you have faith. 
No doubt means you've got certainty. And with certainty, there's no faith. The just shall live by faith. We're saved by grace through faith. Oh yeah, you've got faith. And we were under this bridge. It was Africa hot that day. It was so hot, my kneecaps were sweating. And I said, Scott, how many times have we driven on seven mile in your truck, pulling your boat, and we're going like 60 miles an hour on this two lane road, semis are coming the opposite way, some idiots are going 80, we're about 10 feet apart, that's faith! I said, we got faith now that we're gonna catch some fish. I've got doubts because the tides are all messed up, but I've got faith. I said, yeah, you got faith, I have faith. And then I told him, I said, Scott, I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of people in my life just by virtue of what I do, I have. And I've noticed people and I've observed people who don't know the Lord, who live for themselves, and I've seen how screwed up their lives are. I mean, ultimately, they'll have some fun, but they come to the end of the hunt and their lives are in shambles. I've also noticed people who've lived the Christian life and I go, wow, they have something different. I said, even if there was no such thing as heaven, I would live the Christian life. It's the best way to live. But of course we know there's a heaven. But I said, the bottom line, Scott, is have you walked the bridge? But you know what? I can't make you or coerce you to walk the bridge. I'm not gonna do that. You have that option. But I wanna ask you, man, will you walk the bridge? I said, you've got enough faith. Jesus said if we have the faith the size of a mustard seed, that's enough faith. And I looked at him and I saw tears coming out from behind his polarized sunglasses. He said, man, I wanna, I wanna walk the bridge. And then we met in the middle of this boat about turning it over, gave a bro hug, you know. And he became a follower of Christ. It doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't get any better than knowing God is using you to fish. Are you doing that? Who's your Scott? Who in your life do you need to talk to, to share with? Who in your life do you need to present the gospel to? Who in your life is being attracted because they see Jesus? Who in your life are you leading to that reaction? You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope you're finding inspiration in today's powerful story about fishing and faith. This message is a reminder about how simple acts can have profound impacts in our spiritual journey. Just like bait attracts fish, our actions and words can draw others towards God's love. As we take a short break, we want to express our heartfelt thanks to you, our listeners. 
Your support and encouragement make this show possible. And it's a privilege to share these moments of faith and reflection with you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share the profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bringing hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Stay with us as we dive back into the heart of today's message. There's more wisdom and insight to uncover. Welcome back to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. That's why I love these bracelets. Man, do you love these bracelets? The hook bracelet. What is the hook? The hook is the gospel. What's the gospel? The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. So put the hook bracelet on, wear it. The hook binds everything together. We're gonna go through the colors. The colors mean something. God is a God of color, did you know that? Not of black and white. Once you walk the bridge, you'll move from black and white to color. God's a God of what? You know what? How about the rainbow after the Noatian flood? The rainbow, rainbow of colors. Read about how God designed the temple over in the Old Testament, all about colors. How about Joseph, he wore a coat of many colors. Color, color, color. I'm glad we can see in color, black. Well, that's not a color because black is the absence of color. Say black with me. Black means sinfulness, sinfulness, the absence of color. The Bible says, and this is around our wrist, that we all sin. I'm a natural born sinner. My sins, the Bible says, separate me from God. I'm separated from God because of my what? Sinfulness. I've never taken personal lessons on how to sin. I just know how to lie. I know how to cheat. I know how to think impure thoughts, and so do you. Sin separates us from God. So the darkness is like, man, I can't see my hand in front of my face. It's that dark. God is holy, he's just, he's righteous, yet we chose to rebel against God, causing this cosmic chasm, this chasm that we cannot bridge. The Bible says in Romans chapter three, verse 23, for all have sinned and, say it with me, fall short of the glory of God. That's what the Bible says. So black means sinfulness. Say it again, black means? How about red? Oh, red's the good news, man. It's bad, but it's good. Red stands for forgiveness. Red stands for? That's what I thought you said, forgiveness. We don't deserve forgiveness. I don't deserve it, you don't. We deserve eternal separation from God, yet God is a God of love. God chose to do what? To build the bridge from his side to man's side. The bridge is? The bridge is? Yeah, pretty much anytime I ask you a question, the answer is Jesus, yeah. The Bible is about? Okay, there we go, that's right, it is, it is. 
do this. So Jesus did something. He lived a perfect life. We say, oh man, that was righteous. Righteous is, is who Jesus is. The righteousness of God is seen in his character, in his attributes. Read about the laws mentioned in scripture. Read about who God is. Totally and completely righteous. And God says, if you're righteous, if you're perfect, you can get into heaven. I mean, if you're perfect, no impure thought, no bad mood, no off day, no sin of commission or omission. If you're perfect, God says, when you die, come on into heaven. Uh-oh, but the Bible says all have sinned. So we got a sin problem. I've got a sin problem. My sins have separated me from God. But God built the bridge from his side to our side. Jesus lived righteously. Then he spilled his blood on the cross for the sins of the world. When God sees you and sees me now, if we've walked the bridge, when God sees Scott now, he sees the righteousness of Jesus. Jesus fulfilled the law perfectly. He satisfied God's demands precisely. When we become followers of Christ, the righteousness of Christ is attributed to our lives. We receive the righteousness of Christ. So now, it's not because of what I've done, it's because of what Jesus did. I've walked the bridge and now I'm just, I'm righteous. So isn't that cool? Black, sinfulness. Red, forgiveness. Gold, righteousness. So I look at my wrist and go, man, this is, I'm, I'm awesome because of you, Jesus. And then green, green, green represents fruitfulness. Green represents, that's what I saw you, thought you said, fruitfulness. So we're to, we're to grow. So what happens when you plant something? What do you do with that something? You water it. After we walk the bridge, we need to get watered. We need to get baptized. Maybe you were baptized like my wife was. Maybe you were sprinkled. Maybe you were spritzed. Maybe you were poured. I don't know. The Bible says after we become followers of Christ, we're to be baptized. Part of growth is, is being baptized. Part of growth is understanding the word, talking to God in prayer, involving yourself in church. So do you understand the colors now? Are you feeling the colors? Are you loving the colors? And the hook is what holds everything together. I love this text. Colossians chapter one, verse 17. He is before all things, he being Jesus, and in him all things hold together. The hook. The hook is the gospel. The bait is Jesus. This rope, the thread that holds everything together, the gospel. Black sinfulness, red forgiveness, gold righteousness, green fruitfulness, living things grow. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3.18, but grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. I'll ask you the same question I asked Scott. Have you walked the bridge? Well, man, I've got doubts. Cool. It's part of faith. You live by faith. Have you walked the bridge? I pray you walk the bridge.
because it's the best step you'll ever take. And it's what being hooked is all about. Thank you for joining us on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope today's episode, part of our Hooked series, has encouraged and inspired you. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time as Pastor Ed continues the Hooked series, diving deeper into how our faith in God can transform our daily lives. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more great content and ways you can be a part of what God is doing through the creative connection. Until next time, God bless.